All right. Welcome to the podcast. Uh, thanks for coming out or hanging out. Uh, please welcome my guest this week, Joan Ford. Hi. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Thanks for being here. I'm so excited. <laughs> All right. This should be fun. Yeah. Uh, I, ju- I just met you. Yes. Pretty much. Uh, and you've been doing improv, you say, for for about six years? Yeah, five or six. Yeah, I think I'm I'm just about to come upon six. Where was the first place you, you started doing improv? Uh, the first uh, improv, uh, UCB. Uh, in here or New York? Here. Here. All right. Uh, h- how long did you just stay there? How long have I stayed here? How long? Uh, he, how, how long, how long did, you, uh, did you did you study at UCB? Oh well, I guess I'm still at UCB and I'm still learning. Uh, I'm on a house team right now. It's a sketch. It's a sketch house team, but I'm I, so I feel like uh, it's never really stopped. So like about six years. All right. Yeah. And is that yes yeah, one of the mod teams? I'm on a mod team. Yes. All right. Congratulations. That's Thank you. Oh my not, gosh. Not an easy thing. Changed to do. my life. It's weird. What? Oh, it's changed my life. <laughs> it's so All much right. better. Yeah. Are you primarily a writer or a player on the team? I'm a writer on the team. In my, I, I consider myself a performer writer, but on that team, I am strictly a performer. I'm sorry, strictly a writer. Strictly a writer. Strictly a writer. Do, do you wish you're out there playing? Yeah, I do. Yes. Yeah. I, I think that would happen to me if I was like, if I was writing for something. I'm like, oh man, I yeah, I want to do this. Yes, I yeah. wrote it. You want to, you know, you like, you know, you you write your words and like, you're like, I don't, I don't know. I love my, my team is amazing. Uh, my team has like, you know. Blog them. What's the team? It's a team called Nephew. Nephew. All right. Yeah. And we have uh, some like amazing, like just all the performers on them are amazing. Like all the performers on them are on that team are going to be on like, you know, are, are either already on TV shows or are going to be on TV shows and movies in the next like two years. So it's like, I, it's like, it's like, it's such a gift to like give your 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 sketches to these people and just have them like but it's there's still like a part of you that's like I want to I want to do that. So does improv help with that as far as being able to uh, get on stage and could you say you you, you still improvise sometimes? I do, I do improvise. I, I I improvise at least once a week. Um and I, I you know, I'm kind of I honestly I'm kind of getting like the bu- like you know, there was a part a time in my life which I think, you know, Everyone who's listening to this probably has had this time in your life where, like, it's I was like, you know, I was doing a show a night, um, and and I as I kind of like phased more into uh, sketch, I kind of, you know, it kind of, you know, started that my improv life started dwindling and dwindling, and so now I only do like one show a week. But I, I I'm getting the bug again to be like, I want to, you know, it's it's fun. I want to get it back out there. I want to improvise again. It's funny because I remember when I used to do like a lot of shows in a week. They used to sort of blend into each other yeah. as an improviser. And you wind up, you make callbacks to like other shows. Yeah. Because he's like, I'm sorry, I just did six shows this week. I, I think I just called back a scene from Tuesday. <laughs> uh, because I would imagine sketch is great just yeah. because you get to, I mean, I never really did sketch. Uh-huh. Uh, I've I've written some sketch, but I n- never did a review. And I, I, I like the idea, like when I've written, just sitting there, I was like, oh, I don't. There's no one pressuring me. I just get to write down whatever the hell I want to write down. Yeah. Um, it's not, that's, that is nice. Um, although, you know, then there's, you know, it doesn't have the kind of like, uh, like it, when it goes bad, it doesn't kind of have the same kind of like, well, that that's over with, uh, it, like that improv has. Like, I feel like with improv, it was like something goes bad. It was like, well, okay, I have my like next, uh, show like tomorrow. Whereas like, like you know, with these, with my sketch team, it's like you're building. Uh, you're like writing a sketch, and you, it's like that's your sketch for the month. And if it tanks, you're like, well, 
I fucking suck this month. <laughs> yeah, now you have to suck it for a month. Yeah, it's a month. That's my that's my that's my status at UCB. I'm awful. Oh, I was I was so hard on myself for years with that. Like if I had a bad improv show, it, it's like you said. It's like all right. So basically, I'm gonna have to suck on that until I do a good improv show. It's all right. I'm good again. Yeah. But right now, I'm terrible until I until I make up for the show I just did. Well, I mean, where were you first when when that was when you were having those experiences? Where were you doing improv? Was there the kind of like uh, kind of like like you know glut of improv i feel like the night the awesome thing about la right now is that you know if you had like literally if you have a bad improv show at 8 p.m you could maybe have a good sh- improv show at 10 p.m did you have that kind of like like huge glut of improv shows i think what, what it was back then is it was still at a time in my life when i was this is back in chicago uh at, at, at what was then the improv olympic which was at that point just in a bar mm-hmm. uh and what it was was you it was you was I saw improv as like, I really wanted to get better at it, right? I wanted to, you know, climb the ladder or whatever. So it was like there was a, a stake in every show, uh, which in one way was exciting, but another way didn't let me really enjoy what improv can be, which is just freeing, right? It's just play. Uh, but that's what it was. It's like you, you do a bad show and it's like, all right, we, 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 now we're not going to get an audience maybe. So we, we have to do a killer show next time. Yeah. But that was, I don't know, that was how old? I'm fucking old. That was <laughs> 26 or 23, 24 years ago. Uh, back when I was on a team called The Family in Chicago. Uh, but yeah, we, we, we had some tankers. It's funny because as much as I loved the work back then, a lot of the, the work we did was for, you know, eight drunks who came in from the Cubs game. Yes, as opposed to the show. Yeah. yeah. It was just Where, like, all right, so fucking play. Yeah. Do your best. <laughs> yeah. And um, I mean, that's and I mean, I, you know, I think that's kind of, uh, you know, as much as I love sketch, that's one of the assets that, you know, it, sketch doesn't have. It's that, you know, like it's there's all this building and prep for sketch, whereas like improv, you can just, you know, you know, do a show like, yeah, if you do a show for a drunk, if you do a show for a drunks, you can still feel like you've done like an amazing show, right? Not really. No, I'm sorry. <laughs> Never mind. No one wins in that situation. situation yeah. There was actually, I remember a show. And it was the guy was right. Uh, we, we were doing a sh- show, and it was really like, again like maybe eight people were there, and one of them was this old guy, and the suggestion was catheter, and we start doing whatever jackass stuff we're doing based on the suggestion, and he's drunk. And he goes, "No, what the hell are you doing?" And we're and he's loud enough that he's like coaching you from the sideline. Yeah, he's like okay. he's yelling at the show, uh, and we're like at that point we're full enough of ourselves like all right come on up come on up you, you know so much and this fucking drunk guy gets up there and he starts you know basically saying when the catheter was invented and all all the uses of it. basically oh he starts being really fucking interesting yeah specifics he's right? a yeah, lot of specifics he, he's an old guy who knows a lot about okay. fucking catheters yeah. uh and i remember thinking he was right he he was playing. I mean, he was he couldn't play at all. He couldn't play for shit. So fuck that guy. Uh, <laughs> but he was treating the suggestion at the top of his intelligence, and we were just sort of riffing and bullshitting. Right. Uh, so I, I remember that being a lesson. Like that guy was fucking that that asshole in the audience was was did, fucking right. Did he ever get on a team? That guy, no. no he, okay. <laughs> he got drunk and left and never came back. Oh. Uh, that I that, that I yeah. know of. Uh, that guy is now David Letterman. No, yeah. he, <laughs> he, he that was just that was just one night. Uh, but that was one of them. That that was a, a rough period back then. That was before you know we had our own building or anything like that. We were just you know 
trying to get a house for the next show. Mm -hmm. uh, what would you say is like the, the style you like to play in? I know improv comes in different styles. Some see it more game-based. Some see it more character-based. Some see it more as an emotional approach. Some see it more realistic, slow, fast. Um, I guess I feel I have my best shows when I take an emotional approach. Um, and I, you know, uh, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm going to keep like going back to like sketch too, because that's kind of where my comedy head is at right now. But I feel, you know, um, the, I, I, I feel like, like emotion for me, like my best shows always come when I'm like emotionally honest with myself, be that in improv or sketch or whatever. I feel like that kind of, you know, like, and, and, you know, I definitely have a kind of te a tendency when I'm in, when I'm in front of an audience to, you know, kind of fall back on like, you know, irony and, you know, uh, and not emotionally invest. But when I do emotionally invest, I feel that's when I have my best shows. And that's when I write my best <clears throat> stuff when I'm, I'm, you know, when I really kind of like explore, <laughs> explore me as weird as that sounds. No, it doesn't sound weird at all. It was, it was making me think of something that I like when I'm on stage. I tend to think that I'm hiding mm -hmm. uh, just because the last person I tend to want on stage, I would say to students, the last person I want on stage is me uh, because I'm, you know, I would feel the weight of that and that would be a lot of pressure. But as soon as I can start pretending to be someone else, then I feel freedom. Uh, but I, I also agree with the best work is when you, you have some connection to the thing you're doing. Mm -hmm. uh, but for me, when it happens, it's more it's more happening in secret because I'm sort of I'm hiding in my characters. Well, I mean, and there is kind of a I feel like a balance of that. You know, when I uh, you know when I write characters, when I do when I perform as a character at UCB, you know, there's always a layer of you know of uh, something I'm inventing on top of myself. But it's always when I like the core of the character. I always try to like you know is the core of the character is something I believe or something I feel or something you know I want. Um, it's kind of like, you know, I, I find, you know, building a character on top of uh, building a character on top of that real that whatever that kernel of realness is that makes for, uh, you know, the comedy that at least in my experience works. What would you say are your primary like comedic influences? Oh, geez. Uh, that's so that's so tough because um, there's a ton of stuff. But I mean, growing up, you know, uh, I mean, <laughs> Like my initial comedic influence, influence, and like something I still like go back to this this day and age are <laughs> the Looney Tunes cartoons. Like I still feel like that is a huge. I, it's great. Yeah, they're they're like uh, just in ter in times in terms of like like timing and pacing and how you tell a joke. Like nothing, like very little comes close to the uh, to those cartoons. Who is your but, favorite Looney Tune? Oh, Daffy Duck. Really? Yeah, Daffy Duck. Not Bugs Bunny? Not Bugs Bunny. I feel Bugs Bunny is like, like Bugs Bunny, I feel like Bugs Bunny is who we aspire to be and Daffy Duck is who we are. At our, and that's what I, that's why I, that's what I like about him. He's like, you know, I, I, as a kid, like as a frustrated kid growing up, I could, I could like see myself in Daffy Duck. Right. I guess, I guess I, if I think about it, yeah, you, you you see yourself in all the characters, but Bugs Bunny was definitely ran that oh, show. No. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. And we're, I mean, we're like, you know, I don't know. I don't know. Do you know any Bugs Bunnies in your life? Any Bugs Bunnies in my yeah, life? Yeah, people who are just like, they run the shit. Like, they they are cool, confident, uh, except when they're losing to the no. Nordis. No, okay, yeah. Like, no one's Bugs Bunny. Yeah, everybody wants to be Bugs Bunny. No one gets to be Bugs every, Bunny in life. Most people are like Daffy Ducks or maybe Porky Pigs or, <laughs> Yeah. It makes, me, it makes me remember so many of the awesome things Bugs Bunny was able to get away with. Yes. I mean, she could, she could change, you know, 
gender. He yes. could, you know, change size. He could yeah. fucking, which, he was fucking sharp. Which is something I mean, like, yeah, not to like, uh, I also, you know, as growing up a, uh, to wade into these waters, growing up a, like, you know, I was a closeted uh, transgender kid for, you know, <laughs> and not just a kid, an adult for a large portion of my life. And uh, I, the you know, when I say, like, Bugs Bunny is someone I aspire to be, you know, like, gender, like, gender, like, Bugs Bunny crossed gender lines all the time. That was, like, like, you, there's very, there, growing up, there were very few, like, positive transgender role models, like, on TV, not like today. Like, I feel like a kid, I, I'm jealous of kids today who can watch, who can watch TV and see, like, positive transgender role models, and, like, all I had was, like, like, Bugs Bunny and, you know, <laughs> uh, Pam Greer's character from uh, Escape from L.A., but Bugs Bunny was a good one. There's, yeah. I mean, it's the it's the bit from the Wayne's World movie. Yes, where Danny Carvey's like, I think what he says is like, when Bugs Bunny turns into a woman, oh, find he, that he, hot. Yeah, he's a tease, and like you know, <laughs> and Wayne says no, but I don't know. Well, yeah, I mean, as, as I recall, like Mike Myers was busting on that, like he yeah. was cracking hard on that, yeah. and I think it's because. It's just fucking true. Yeah, I think everyone who saw it was like, well, yeah, Bugs, but, well, he yeah. was hot. Yeah, was hot you have that. Yeah. That. Um, yeah, you know, there's no, there's no shame in finding a, uh, I, 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 you know, I think there's no shame in finding a trans, transgender person or rabbit uh, attractive. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, there isn't. Peter. No. Uh, all right. So let's see. You, you're improvising once a week. Mm -hmm. Primarily you're doing sketch. Mm -hmm. uh, what do you... What's been your experience in the community? My experience in the community has been like like wonderful. Um, I you not uh, you know I I owe my I feel like I owe everything I I have right now. Everything that makes me feel like me is like because of this community. Um, you know I you know. Grow, I you know I've I've always been uh, trans, but it, this community gave me a safe place to kind of explore gender identity. On like first in improv, then in sketch, then in you know, then in just my day to day life. And you know, everyone on every step of that process of that journey has been just amazingly supportive. Um, not that there's been like a few like you know things here or there that I, I I would have rather not gone through, but for the most part, it's been this you know really really wonderful experience. Um, so I you know I don't know I'm I'm just generally very appreciative of of this community. Oh, and I'm the glad people the, in it. the community's been you know supportive. Uh, yeah. for the most part, I just I mean this is n not comparative at all. It just makes me this just goes toward my level of empathy for certain things. I suppose. I dressed uh, I, I put on a, I dressed as a French maid for Halloween mm -hmm. a handful of years ago. Yeah. Right? And I go into Birds over there on on Franklin. It's, mm -hmm. I figure it's most improv bar, and I'm dressed as okay, yeah. French maid. Uh, and, you know, there's, there's a couple assholes in there, you know, who start bumping into me. Yeah. Right? Uh, and I'm just like, I, I, I know what's going on. Right? But at the same time, it's like, I'm six foot, 195 pounds. Yeah. Uh, and, so, and I can drop my voice a bit. And so as soon as the guy bumps into me, I'm like, I'm sorry, excuse me? Yeah. Do you have a fucking problem? Uh, and he looks at me, he's like, ha no, it's cool. I was like, no, it's not cool. Yeah. You're being a dick. Uh, 
And I, I, I just hate to, because I'm sure, I'm sure, it's, I'm sure that you, you've just hinted at probably a couple of things that yeah. have happened that you did, yeah, probably don't want, yeah, I'm sure you don't want to talk about. I <laughs> We'll talk about it. Well, yeah. Well, well, I mean, it's, 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 yeah. It's, 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 I know there, it's like, it's just like with, you know, you, that racism, sexism, yeah. anything. It's like, oh, there are no problems in the world. There are a lot of fucking problems. Yes. You, I, I mean, you know, there are problems we are, you, you know, as, as whoever you are, you're blind to, you're blind to, like, you know, you don't know how, like, unless you are someone who suffers racism, you don't know how bad racism, how bad racism can affect you. If right. you're a, you know lgbt whatever like until like you you know you know it's it's like until you walk a mile in somebody's shoes you don't know what it's like um but i I've, i'm also you know fortunate that i you know i've uh you know i came out at a time when there's a real like seismic shift in the way in you know the way people understand like being like you know what being what it is to be trans um you know i don't know how long ago was that that you were dressed as a french maid uh let's see i'm guessing four years ago oh wow yeah they that's that's pretty recent oh yeah there are still dicks in the world oh there are still oh yes there are still lots of dicks in the world that's why i have my headphones when i walk around it's just like you know you put your headphones in you don't have to listen to people yell like honestly, like faggot. Like if I if I didn't if if like I didn't have my if I didn't have headphones and an iPod, like I'd hear a lot more like slurs. Right. Yeah. That's, I'm sorry. This is one of those things that makes me just angry at the world for the amount of. It's like I'm sorry that anyone has to go through that kind of shit because even that small little moment in the bar, mm-hmm. where yeah. you know these two guys. Yeah. And I'm just like, there's that 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 level of I'm threatened right now. Yeah. Right. I'm gonna you know stand my ground, uh, and try and you know get in this guy's face. Uh, and hopefully it works out, but just just that, and that's just a minuscule. That's a drop in the bucket right. of what people have to fucking go through. But I understand. But I understand. You know, I you know, I you know, I go through that on a you know semi regular, similar similar situation on a semi regular basis. But I, I like I understand where that comes from. You know, it's 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 weird. You know, I went from being a at least you know on an appearance level, I went from being a uh, cis cisgender, you know, heterosexual male to to not. And it was like, you know, a wake up call, you know, it's a, you know, it's a little bit of a wake up call when I go out in the world, you know, even as far as, you know, like LA is pretty cool, but you go the little, you you go into North, you go into like even North Hollywood. I was in North Hollywood the other day for a friend's, uh, for a friend's unengagement party. She was unengaged. <laughs> uh, and I was, and, and like North Hollywood was like a completely different world dealing with this stuff. There were, you know, like there were guys coming up to me and doing the like, the like uh, like the the uh, what I will describe as like the kind of like offensive effeminate guy voice like oh you look the right. like, you know the lisp and the whatever right. it's just like it was crazy it's like you know you get you get outside of our little bubble I mean like you know I'm lucky I'm in this little bubble of of you know of not just like L A but the comedy world where everyone's just like supportive and cool and like you know just, yeah it's bad yeah I'm just uh, hopefully you know in the course of years yeah I've, I've always you know half believed improv will heal the world slowly but surely just because yeah. if people learn our tenants well i believe i mean i believe that i mean i know this is going to sound hokey and i hate saying this because i'm like i'm one of those people who are like improv changed my life but uh but improv did change my life and i think you know i think one of the the cool gifts of improv is that it like forces you like if you're really doing it it forces you on a very like unironic level to 
like inhabit other people to think about like other people's ex- like if you really want to do you know think about the people you are portraying like how do these experiences really affect me and i think it you know it 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 does it can like i think it can make us better pe- it can make us better people if we like adhere if we really do it i don't know well, absolutely because you you can't pretend to be someone else unless you can in some level imagine yourself to be them right and like right. let those like let the things that affect them affect you right you know think about you know what if it you know i don't know yeah oh the same i mean at the same time i'm it's at certain times i'm more like that and more forgiving maybe than others but sometimes like if, if i'm playing like for example if i'm playing if i've said this before if i'm playing like a frat guy I'm not looking to sympathize or, or show right. empathy. I mean, I'm talking like a typical asshole. Well, hey, we yeah. got a beer ball. Oh, Let's no. fucking get drunk. No, we shouldn't sympathize with bad people. Just good people like you and me. Right. But Right. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Just, just those who we judge. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Anyone who, outside of our little bubble, like, fuck them. Because anyone, yeah. if, you, if you look at almost anyone, almost anyone, you're like, all right, well, any person who's an asshole at any level is that way for a reason. Yeah. Something happened. It's, it's out of the way they were raised or some events in their life yeah. uh, that made them that way. Uh, at the same time, it's like, dude, stop being an ass. I know. Yeah. And, and it's, you know, especially like, you know, your frat guy example. It's hard to want to sympathize with, you know, a, a guy who, uh, you know, a guy who probably had like, you know, could possibly had everything in life handed to him. I'm not saying there's like frat guys with not like, you know, with that skeleton. There are plenty of good frat guys in the world. That's not the point. But still, but still, you know, like, uh, I try, you know, the way I, you know, like when I'm trying to sympathize with like a, you know, someone like someone like that, I, I remind myself that I think that, you know, just society, like, you know, I think about how like gender, like, Gender, like the kind of like gender roles we force on everybody are kind of toxic. And, you know, just there was like a voice telling that guy that this is like the right way to like his entire life. There were pe- there were like voices telling them this is the way you act. This is the way you like right. be masculine. And that's, you know, it's it's I'm I don't like that guy. And I, I feel like, us you know, as a as a person evolves, I should realize that's, you know, not correct. But you know, it, I can sympathize with it. I can understand. I can certainly understand, like you know, why, like why you'd want to, like, you know, listen to those voices. Listen to the the voices telling you that, like, this is how a man acts. Right. I have a. There's only a few like really comforting thoughts that I have in in life as, as far as dealing with the the people on this planet uh, in the time I have here. And one, I think I've said this before, is that no child is born you know, wrong, is born an asshole, is born a racist, is it's learned. Uh, It's learned from, you know, the parents and the people around them. Uh, So I think that that gives me hope for the future. As far as funny, as far as my mortality, and this kind of goes toward like my religious beliefs, if they're to be called religious, it's more like a scientific religious belief, which is that nothing that I have perceived in the universe ceases to exist. It only transforms. Mm -hmm. So why would I be any different? Yeah. And I know it's an abstraction because it's my identity, but well, my identity is part of the universe. Why would it cease to exist and not just simply transform? The abstract universe has its own, has its own mass. Right. Uh, scientists are discovering more and more about parallel universes and shit like that. And I'm just like, no, I'm pretty sure something goes on. I don't know what. I, yeah. I, I don't believe in the, I don't believe in, you know, some guy did all this. Yeah. The Sky uh, 
Yeah, well, I mean, I don't you know some guy. Yes, yeah. I'm going to do this because I'm a, an asshole. Yeah, uh, who needs this shit? To ha- who needs all this suffering to happen to make a point that I'll explain at the end of time? <laughs> uh, <laughs> but I do believe we go on somewhere. I, I, I hope we do. I hope so too. I, I mean, I you know, I I believe, <laughs> I believe that to some degree. I don't know in what way or in what capacity. Like we go on. I'm a big. I'm a even though I don't think it's probably realistic. I'm a big fan of reincarnation because it's just like start over with a clean slate. That sounds exciting. That sounds exciting. Well, that's what I think is possible. Yeah. It's like it's it's funny because as far as like the <clears throat> people might say, oh. That's uh, that's impossible. It's like, look, every religion is basically based on yeah. some impossibility. Yes, uh, it's it's all all these wonderful made up stories. Take your pick. One of my favorites is is the Tongans, uh, one of the old Tongans things. Which was one of the stories was there was a god who was a whale who was made out of human feces. Uh, and I'm just like, all right, I'm in. I'm in for yeah. this. This god sounds it's, interesting. And, yeah. and, and the universe was created by. I think 43 cosmic acts of ejaculation. And I'm like, all right, I'm down with the Tongans. Whatever's going on over here. I love it. It's it's it's, interesting. There's like no shame in like, in like they, they, they have no shame in their like, their like bodily functions. We have too much. Like, I feel like that's too much shame in like our, in what our body, our bodies do. I I think all religions probably, you know, they they go back to someone having enough time. Yeah. You're like, wait a minute, why the fuck am I here? Yes. It's like, I'm not running. What's that thing in the sky? I'm looking for food right now. So (laughs) what's the deal? I have a moment. Yeah. Uh, What is that? I don't know. I'm terrified. It's something that protects me. Yes. Uh, It's like, all right, religion. And then some assholes came along and said, hey, religion, I can use that. Yeah, I can use this to get what I want. I can do some interesting stuff with that. Yeah. Yeah. Wow, this got this got really it's pretty deep. deep. Yeah, yeah. Uh, all right, I'm going to open up the floor actually for questions. Any questions out there for Joan or myself? Yes, sir. Did you find that you took when you were when you were learning improv? Did you find that you took uh, scene partners' choices for you personally, as far as your gender gender identity or your character's gender identity? Well, I- Actually, didn't start transitioning. I was still, uh, I was still like John when I started taking cl- when I started taking classes. So it was. I mean, so no. So the answer to that is no. Now I do. Now I, I when I do improvise, I I can kind of take it personally. You know, I still feel like, and you know, people's unless I like, I, it's unless I'm specific about it. People still people's instincts are still to label me a man. Um, but I, I, I try to be forgiving about that because I feel like, you know, until I label myself in improv, we are anything that we, we are anything. And if I haven't taken the responsibility of, I have, if I haven't taken the responsibility of labeling myself, then I can't get mad at somebody else for, for doing that for me. Yeah. That's why that makes me think because we're going to start playing in a little bit. And I was thinking, I, I think this, when I play with anyone, uh, of the opposite sex, which is that, you know, I I will treat you as a I would I would automatically treat you yeah. as a woman until you just until you told me you weren't. Yeah. Right. Because that's what th- that is like. If I'm, that's the default setting, because uh, that's what we recognize. So until you tell me that has changed, that's what that's what it's going to be. Right. Uh, I I think you know people would yeah. see me as a man until I 
broke the, yeah totally decided the opposite oh, yeah um yeah and you know i i guess the thing is you know i i most uh not most people but some people still you know and i i understand you know it's it's you know you're improvising you're in the moment you don't have time to like correct yourself uh but most there's some people who still make the default setting for me male um and you know but i i roll with it how i mean i'm, I'm sorry that's just I don't. I. I. I wouldn't understand that oh, person. Oh, really? Like, yeah. I. That's no, very that, nice of you. But yeah, you know, some I mean, people. You. You clearly present yourself as a woman, right? Uh, I would have. To, yeah, that would be odd to me. But there's people. I mean, you know, there. It's. It's. It's a. It's a portion of like my everyday, you know, my life in general. There are people who, uh, you know, I I go to McDonald's and people will say, you know, still say sir or you know whatever. Uh, I go wherever, wherever you know. There and, and some sometimes it feels I don't know some sometimes it feels intentional like people know what they're doing like when they call me sir uh and sometimes it's not sometimes it just feels like these people are just like fucking up um instinctually fucking up i don't know i, li I like that level of assholery yeah just the whole oh oh you're transitioning no i don't buy it oh there's plenty oh there's there's so much like uh, that's my my like least you know there that's my kind of like least favorite version of like type of assholery this is a phase yes this is a phase or like you know i i've done like storytelling shows where i've told host like you know like my entire like story of transitioning from like the time i was like like you know five to like today and like there will be like a guy who comes out afterwards who's like hey bro good story and it's like like just fucking like i'd, I'd rather you just come up to my face and like call me a fucking like a tranny or a faggot instead of like this kind of like shitty like like underhanded insult right yeah ah, I, here we are back to fuck people yeah. uh, <laughs> anything else yes sir uh did you find that doing improv helped your sketch writing or vice versa oh big time um and it's one of the reasons i kind of want to get back to improv um but i feel that you know you know, improv is kind of like writing. It's I look at improv as like kind of like writing in the moment, like without any of the kind of like barriers or inhibitions you put on yourself when you're like sitting down at the computer and writing. You know, you don't have time. When I sit down at the computer and just write, I'll just like judge myself. Every everything that comes out of my uh, out of my head, like I'm just judging it. And improv is just like do it. You just like you say the first thing, you do it, and you move on. And like, and I find when I'm doing more improv, I can kind of filter myself less when i'm sitting down writing and you know you go back you rewrite but i feel like that kind of you know in there there's so much value in that kind of instinctual in the moment uh decisions you make when you're doing improv and if you can get that into your writing yeah it's awesome great anything else all right one more approach to like improv change since transitioning like do you have like do you feel like you have a different mindset about what you could like yourself as or no, I, don't I, I don't think my mindset has changed I think but my like comfortability on stage has changed I feel more um you know I feel more myself I feel more present I feel more myself I feel more comfortable just in front of in front of people you know I feel like there's not this um you know when I before I transitioned I feel you know there in, in improv and just in life in general there was this kind of you know like mask I was like putting on in front of everybody and doing improv you were like trying like you're trying to like it's like you know uh, you're you're trying to 
act through this mask. So it's it's like you it's like it was like masks on top of masks, and like now that's not there, and that makes me feel I, I can you know I can perform better. I, I, I think that's great. Again, I'm I'm so so happy for you. So Thank happy you. For you you in the community. Uh, how about we, we take a very short break, then me and Joan will do the set for you. All right, thanks for hanging out for the set. What's going to happen is me and Joan are going to do about 25 minutes of long-form improvisation for you, and all we need to get us started is a suggestion of anything at all. Brownies. Brownies. No one touch them. <laughs> I spent all afternoon on them, and no one touched them. <laughs> I know it's a. Every other table here is empty, just gone. <laughs> Honey, you're good at other things, all right? You're good at other things. <laughs> <laughs> you just, this is not, a, the kitchen is not you. I know, I know. I wanted, to, I wanted to do this for you. I wanted to prove to you that we can have it all. We can be... We can both be working, and I can still be the housewife you want me to be. Look, I'm a chef. I know, but <laughs> all right, I could have done this very easily, all right? And then and they would have sold, all right? Okay. I'm, I'm not trying to stick it to you. I'm just saying, you don't have to, I mean, you are a successful businesswoman. I know, yes. All right, so yeah. you, you don't have to also be the person who cooks, please. Please, for the love of God, stop cooking. No, I can't. I can't. I can prove to you that I am the modern woman. I am. I am how. I am homemaker. I am businesswoman. I am mother. I am lover. I am all those things. But primarily, I am chef. <laughs> all right. Let's let's see what you made. Okay. It is a, a New York style cheesecake with a raspberry reduction. <laughs> it's, a, it's a New York style cheesecake. New York style cheesecake with a raspberry reduction. Yes, <laughs> it's a, like the cheesecake that I ate in New York once. <laughs> That's not appropriate for dinner. <laughs> Maybe a slice of this for dessert. Um, no, I I I, I want to change things up. I want to show you what a unique and inventive chef I am. So we're doing dessert first, then the main course, okay. then the appetizers. All right. That, that flies in the face of hundreds of years of tradition. Okay. <laughs> Let's try it. Let's, let's try a piece of this uh, cheesecake. Oh, it's hard to get through. <laughs> yes, I used, um, well, they, they said use a heavy cream, so I used a real heavy cream. I'm going to need a knife. Yeah. I'm going to need a knife. Hun, you can eat it. Stop. And I'm going to need a sharper knife than this one. Stop, hun. Honey, I feel like you're just doing this. I feel like you're just doing this to prove a point. Yeah, you're the better. You're you're the better chef than me. I get it. Well, that's what I do for a living. That's what I studied <laughs> in school. This is yes, I'm a better chef than you. You married me because you love my cooking. That was one of the things you loved was, about me. Yeah, I know. But and then like, as soon as we got married, you said out of the kitchen. Yeah, like, what do you mean out of the kitchen? It's, it's where I live. But I feel like I don't know. Like I feel like. I need to be embraced. Like, I'm a wife now. I'm a homemaker. I want to embrace these roles. I can't do that with you out cooking me in the kitchen. I, this is what I do. 
I mean, it's what I was trained to do. Why can't you just let me have the one, the one thing I'm best at? Do it at the do it do it at work. Let me be let me be the the cook around here. All right, everybody. Sauces, good, good. That entree sitting too long. Get it up. Get up. Ah, ah, yes. Uh, I'm gonna go talk to the uh, the manager. Okay. Cause I I want to do more managing stuff. So oh, you, you watch the kitchen for a bit, would you? Wait, but do you have any managing experience? No. <laughs> but I want. I, I, I'm 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 angry about something at home. All right. I'm, take, I'm gonna take it out here. <laughs> so I don't, you, you're the Sue. Watch the watch the kitchen. All right. All right. I don't know if this is a good idea, man. The man has been like riding us all day. He is not happy. He is he is on a tear tonight. Well, I've got some ideas. I think he'll like. Okay. <laughs> uh, do you have a minute? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Come on in. Come on in. I guess I got one minute. <laughs> all right. <sighs> I've been noticing the restaurant's been very full lately. Gangbuster business, right? Doing yeah. well. Yeah. Top notch managing, but yeah, sure. What if we got a guy to dress up as a hot dog <laughs> and stand at every, at every table? Every, every table? Like a, an individual guy for every table? Yes. We don't serve hot dogs. <laughs> I don't, it's a business thing. <laughs> I I saw I saw a guy in the street dressed a hot dog passing out flyers. Uh, it seemed like it was working. People were taking the flyers. Listen, these are like manager decisions that you're making right now, and I don't know. Like, I can take offense. I'm I'm the manager. You're the you're the chef. That's not what I'm learning at home. I don't know. <laughs> I'm learning at home that what you do is not what you do. I I mean. You don't think we all feel, like, honestly, Raj, you don't think we all feel that way? <laughs> Do you think, I mean, like, I, I mean, I don't want to be a man, I don't want to be a restaurant manager. I've always wanted, I mean, why are you a restaurant manager? I mean, I want to be a chef, that's why I'm a chef. No, I'm just, I want to manage just to do something that I'm, I'm... I'm a restaurant manager because my wife was a restaurant manager, but she wanted to be... And I was a... I was a... I, man, I was the, the editor of a magazine. She wanted to be editor of a magazine. So I was like, okay, well, what do you do? And she was like, well, I, you know, I knew what she did. And she's a restaurant manager. All right. Now, if this is going to work, we need to switch careers. <laughs> All right? I, I need you to ref, be a ma restaurant manager, and I need I need to run a magazine. <laughs> I don't know, Pete. You think you can be the editor in chief of People Magazine? <laughs> I don't know. I, I think so. I want this to work so badly for not just for you and me, but for the kids. It'll work. It'll work. Okay. All right. I'll let them know you're the new editor-in-chief of People Magazine. <laughs> <coughs> What's going on? Oh, we're just going, wait. Oh, where's, where's Clara? Did you, did you bring her her lunch? What do you mean? You're the, you're, I, Miss, Miss Rogers, how are you, uh, I mean, like, where, your wife, I need your wife to make these decisions on the, on which photo to run. Oh, uh, I don't, oh, she's not here. <laughs> She cannot be here. We go to press in three hours. We need her here. I'll go. I'll go scour the city. 
Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta be somewhere, right? Oh, there she is. Ah! Sarah! Yes. <laughs> Where were you? We need, wait, okay. I was, I was standing up the hallway. <laughs> which, okay, well, which, which of these photos of Emily Blunt uh, getting in a car wreck did we run? <laughs> oh. This one is like more violent. <laughs> Let's go with the more violent. Okay. You sure? Okay. Sorry, I'm like, why did I question you? You're the editor. Oh, was, was that wrong? Was that wrong? No, you're you're right. The less violent one. Let's go with no violence. Let's, let's just put a, a headshot on Emily Blunt. Okay. <laughs> Front, like a headshot or a mugshot? Mugshot. <laughs> okay. That, that's a good idea, right? I think so. I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know what I'm doing. This is my first. I just threw a whole fuck. This is my first day as a as. <laughs> People magazine. <laughs> <laughs> you see that? Yeah. Oh my god. It's like a Photoshop mugshot of Emily Blunt <laughs> with an airplane crashing into her. Oh, look at it. Take a look inside. Oh my god. The hotter, the hotter not column. The hots are all uh, people with serious head injuries. <laughs> that is not hot. No. That is fucked. And the knots are people without head. I feel like it's like a weird distinction to be making, but like at the very least, put the head injury people in the knot cover. I, I, I have to get this. I, this is like a guy does a collector's edition of People Magazine. Yeah, I've never seen a magazine so so like quickly. Yeah. Wait, no. I'm getting all these gonna be worth something someday. Yeah, I feel like that. This is like our retirement fund. I told you I could run People Magazine. <laughs> okay, yeah, it was the hottest selling People Magazine in history. Great, it's the hottest selling man. Like, that's one issue. Let's see how you do on issue two. Really? How's the restaurant going? Not great. <laughs> I, I hired, I hired like eighteen guys to dress up as hot dogs. <laughs> I, I agreed to like much higher salaries than I should. I guess our, our our meal is over. So there's, a, there's something very important I wanted to to ask you. Uh, <laughs> 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 it's hey. me, the dancing hot yeah. <laughs> I, I see you there. Aren't you? All right. Find another table. No, sorry, this is my assigned table. There's one hot dog for every table. I won't have nothing else to do if I'm not here dancing. No All right, well, okay. Uh, well, if you happen to look at the bottom of your champagne glass, there's something in there that isn't champagne. Oh my God, a ring. Does this mean, oh, he's asking you to marry him. <laughs> Seems like a keeper. You, you ruined this. You have just ruined this. You just said what I was gonna do. Actually, I think he's the hot dog's made like so memorable. 
I feel like I'm going to tell the story to our grandkids. <laughs> oh, 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 all right then, so where's that, where's, where'd that ring go? Where'd you put the ring? Oh, shoot, oh, shoot. Uh, there it is. We can do this right. So, it's other hand. <laughs> I don't know. Yes. Will you, Cheryl? Will you, Cheryl? That's her name. <laughs> it's a funny name. You're you're a funny pop dog. Thank you. That's why I get like a tip for being funny. <laughs> will you, Meryl? Will you marry me, Cheryl? You're making me fuck this up. <laughs> will you marry me? Let me come down. Like, you're the one who's fucking this up right now. Wait, wait a minute. Yeah. I, wait a minute, I'm just, I'm trying to relive this. Yeah. The answer to will you marry me is, honey, calm down, you're the one fucking this up. Yeah. No, just keep going, keep going. No, I, I, I did my thing. Okay. I'm gonna say, let's, let's, I want to, I want to say yes, but we should like, let's, let's, Let's like do it again at a later date when you're not so stressed out. Okay. But I still want the hot dog here. But I'm not here. I want you to like. I need you to like hire the hot dog to come somewhere else. <laughs> You'll have to buy me out of my contract. <laughs> all right. All right. All right. All right. I'll 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 find a way to get the. The, the hot dog guy to, to do somewhere else. Uh, I'll just, I'll just hold on to this. Thank you. Thank you. This means a lot. Like, this is gonna, the moment's gonna be so special when it happens. All right. That's a beautiful sunset, isn't it? Oh my gosh. Yeah. You can hear the rush of Niagara Falls. Yeah. <laughs> Oh my gosh, who's that? Oh, look, someone's going over in a barrel. Yes. <laughs> yes, someone is. <laughs> <laughs> it's me, the hot dog. <laughs> oh my god, you got the hot dog to go over in a barrel for me? Yes, I did. He's down, he's down there. Is he okay? I hope not. <laughs> I mean, I hope he's a great guy. Okay, okay. Dark guy. So, Cheryl, <laughs> will you marry me? Yes. Oh my God. Yes, yes, yes. A thousand, I guess. How did you get up here so fast? <laughs> <laughs> I, have, I have supernatural power. <laughs> I have supernatural power. That's right. <laughs> God damn it. All right. It was too late. Wait a minute, wait a minute, did you say, did you say yes? I did, I did say yes. You did? Alright. Yeah. It's done. Uh, this is, I, this is the most amazing proposal that could have ever happened. There were, you, like, the, the sunset and the waterfall, and then also, like, the supernatural hot dog man, like, I feel like we are definitely going to tell this story to our grandkids. <laughs> so... So after at the restaurant, your grandfather took me to Niagara Falls. I, this was months later, I did not expect it. The sun was setting, and then, the, and then all of a sudden I hear the hot dog's man's voice go over the waterfall, and I thought he was dead. I thought that hot dog man was dead. 
And now he lives in the attic. Now he's up in the attic. He's your uncle. He's, he's Uncle Hot Dog. Yeah. And you sleep up in the attic too with him every night. I do. He's my favorite. He's my favorite, he's my favorite person in the world. Yeah, much better than, than your hamburger aunt. My what? Oh. <laughs> yeah, you there we there was another you have an aunt who's like who was a hamburger lady. Uh, but we had a falling out like a long time ago. Yeah, I don't remember her. You never met her. You, had a, you, had a, you never met her. You, we had a falling out. I don't remember. It's a new thing here at the restaurant. Hamburger lady, I know you've been you've been sleeping with my husband. <laughs> I brought yeah, that's right. I brought you here. I brought you here to force a confrontation. I know you've been sleeping with hamburger lady. You drove me to this. You invited that goddamn hot dog man to live in our house. That's right. He's a he's he's a friend. He's not. I'm not sleeping. He's a guy in a hot dog suit. He puts magical <laughs> powers. He's making our life better. Well, I'm fucking that. <laughs> there, there it is. Fine. <laughs> fine. 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 That, that's fine. But we, we this are... doesn't sound like a happy hamburger talk. <laughs> you made it unhappy. You made it unhappy, hamburger lady. Oh, she's delightful. Look at her. Dressed in the. He looks just like a hamburger. She's. I'm not. The, the, the hamburger stuff is not a problem. You're right. She's delightful. Her voice, it, it sings. But I. But, but she slept with my husband, and I. And, and, and. I don't know. I get it. We've been together for 15 years. The magic's gone. I. I of, of all people, I can understand the allure of people dressed like meat products, but <laughs> still, I don't know how to be around you now. I just don't know how to be around you, knowing that you cheated on me. Alright. I went too far. You've never actually slept with the hot dog. I never did. No. no I'm not sexually attracted. You just want him around. I just want him around. around. Yeah, I, don't, I don't know how he stands staying in that hot dog suit. <laughs> it's um, the suit that gives him his powers. <laughs> <laughs> What? The suit gives him his powers. The suit gives him his powers. All right. <laughs> what did you want to come up here for? No, no, no. Just uh, come, pay a visit. See how you're going up here in the attic. All right, come on in. This is my. I'm just gonna. This is my uh, air mattress that I sleep on. <laughs> is that where you keep your uh, your backup hot dog suit? Sure thing. That's it right there. If anyone puts that on, the magic powers transfer from my hot dog suit to that hot dog suit. Really? I told you, I don't tell just anybody that. I just told you because I trust you. <laughs> oh, look, there's something in the corner. Oh, my God, a quarter thing. <laughs> Wait, no, no, don't put it on. You don't understand what you're doing. You're signing a contract. No. What? <laughs> now you can't take that. Oh, my God. I'm free. I'm free. I'm free. What? Shh. <laughs> I'm not living the hot dog anymore. You just signed a contract. You have to be that hot dog forever now until someone puts on this con this hot dog suit. <laughs> so after this, so after that, I have no idea what happened to your grandfather. <laughs> 
But the hot dog man's still up there. <laughs> I think the hot dog man is grandfather. Wait a second. That was in the story you just told. Yeah, you're lying. <laughs> oh, fool. So he's, it's, it's like a Twilight Zone. It is like a Twilight he's, Zone. He's stuck in the... The hot dog suit forever. Until, until someone else puts on the other hot dog suit. One of us should put on that hot dog suit to release him from his contract. Fuck that. Yeah, you're right. I don't want to live in a hot dog suit forever. Yeah, neither do I. Do you want to... Do you want to go to Macy's? Grandma will buy you a present. Yes. All right, let's go. Let's go back to Macy's. All right, sit. Sit. I may do something, all right? Okay. <laughs> Managing at the restaurant. Okay, back to being a chef. And I'm back. I'm back being a businesswoman. I, I know, I, I'm back to being a businesswoman. I'm the, back to, you know, making those pens. I forgot how much I love making, uh, being the, the president of Beak Pens. You do a wonderful job. I know. You make a lot more money than I do. I know. People need pens much more than they need, like, fancy cuisine. Oh, all right, all right. I'm oh, sorry, I'm sorry, I'm okay. sorry. That's okay. Okay. So? Please. This is why I fell in love with you. This food. I mean, I, it's so good. I feel like I overlooked so many other things. Like, just the food is why I love you so much. Wait a minute, what? What? What did you say? The food is like why I love you so much. Yeah, one of the reasons, I imagine. I would think. You know, I'm trying to think of other reasons. <laughs> God, what? Well, yeah, the, I mean, the food is enough. I feel like. Well, don't get like don't get in your head. About the food is so good. It's a, it, yeah, no, that's kind of it's kind of messed up what you just said. I mean, it's like you only love me because of the food. I mean, there's your, um, you know, uh, what's that thing? You, um, your hair. Yeah, I love your, I kind of, yeah, I like your hair a lot. So the food in the hair. The food in the hair, the yeah. Hair. Yeah, You're, you've got nice hair, good food, um, and you know, you know some good jokes. <laughs> this is, this is, uh, my life's ruined. Ruined? Why? You, I, I, that doesn't make no sense. I, I married a woman who loves me because I have good hair, know a few jokes, and can cook. <laughs> you don't just cook. You, you like, it's an artful, it's I, an art. I know. Yeah. I know, and you and wouldn't let me do it for years. I know, and I feel like, you know, 
I don't know if that's why, like, I don't know if that's why I was doing that, because I maybe wanted to force you out of my, wanted you mostly out of my life, and I still wanted the cooking, so it was kind of like, if I can replicate the cooking, then I don't need you anymore, but the point is, I can't replicate the cooking, I never will, I learned that, so now, like, I'm willing to deal with it for the rest of my life, deal with you for the rest of my life to get the cooking, but don't, like... You know why I love you? I, I want to hear, yes. <laughs> because... I can think of no reason not to. So sweet. Yes. You, you, you remember that. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna go across the street <laughs> and up to the Johnson's attic. <laughs> I'm gonna put on a suit. <laughs> Enjoy the food. I will. Thank you. Don't. You're gonna come back. Don't. Wait. I'm gonna become the. I'm gonna become the hot dog guy. <laughs> I remember. I know another reason why I love you. It, it better be good. It better be real good. <laughs> because you can say you say things like that. Because I know. Because you love fully and unconditionally. And I know I'm a bad person. I'm a fucking, I know like I let work dominate my life and I know I have all these flaws and I know I'm not the perfect person you deserve, but you can see through all that to the person I want to be and the person I want to be for you. And I'm, I don't know, that, that, that's why I love you, but also the food. (laughs) (laughs) That was pretty good. Although it was mostly about how I'm good at loving and you're not. Yeah. <laughs> Mainly you love me because I can love you even though you suck. Yeah. I, yeah. I know I suck. Yeah, I'm the new hot guy. Okay. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs>